Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Magic Mike. Now, today in the hot seat from Canada, we have Sabi Chowdhury. Welcome to my show, Sabi. Thank you for having me, man. Sabi, you're the host of Entrepreneur Gains. Tell us more about your show. Yeah, so I went through Y Combinator in 2016 and it was an amazing experience. And after like, you know, working on my startup, I kind of started moving away from the startup world and started traveling and, you know, got more into the digital nomad lifestyle. And after that, after a few years of that, I realized I was missing the whole startup journey. And and I'm kind of at a point in my life where I was not ready for starting the startup. So I thought, you know what, why don't I start interviewing people, you know, who are building startups in YC? I'm, I'm fortunate to have this amazing network. So why not use that? And it also kind of gives me inspiration, talking to smart people. I learn a lot. So I started this podcast just for honestly, just like trying to learn for myself. And I thought it was a it was a hacky way of getting the smartest people in the world's time, like for an hour of their time for free. And I'm like, this is cool. So that's kind of where it started, just like basically interviewing Y Combinator alumni. And I've done about 25 episodes now, and it's just been an f- amazing journey. So I'm kind of seeing now where to take it. It's been about six or eight months now since I started. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's nice. That's nice. Um, Sebi, you know, when you start podcasting, there's a lot of research to be done. You know, there's, um, you know, what, like, for example, what microphone you want to use, what techniques, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So let's start from the mic setup. What has been your mic setup from the start and what is your mic setup now? So, yeah, I think one of the biggest things I, re- I knew just being in the startup world that the biggest thing is to st- just start, right? A lot of people, you know, wait for the perfection and they never start. So for me, it was more about if you actually watch the first episode, it's so shitty, man. Like, I don't even recommend mm-hmm. anybody watching it. But, like, <laughs> but I still wanted to post it because I wanted to see where was episode number one and where is episode number 25, right? Because you see that growth and you're like, okay, I can see there's improvement and that kind of what pushes you, right? So for in the start, I just like wanted to get started. So I had the laptop camera. I had the, you know, the micro- Apple microphone, the laptop microphone, very basic. And at the same time, I was not looking for anything high production because I genuinely believe if your podcast is great, uh, like as like content wise, you don't really need like the most amazing setup in the world. You need good enough, obviously. So for me, I kind of like moved from there, the basic research of like, you know, what's what's good enough kind of thing. And I moved to like the Yeti blue microphone. Yep. Uh, I was actually, when I did the research, I, I, stopped, I think I was uh, fixated on three of them. I think one was Audio-Technica, one was, uh, I think one was Rode and one was the Yeti. And I think I wanted the road one, but it wasn't right. available and it was like a big backlog. And so I ended up going with the idea second, second one. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that was a, that's been the microphone setup for camera. It's been, again, I think it was more like, do I want to put a DSLR or not? But then, mm-hmm. you know, record separately. Sorry, the editing wise. So I ended up just using the Logitech uh, Brio, um, uh, the, what do you call it? Like the, the camera, which is like, I don't know what you call them. Um, Whip. Webcam, uh, webcam yeah, yeah 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 the logitech brio webcam and yeah that's pretty much it and i have usually, right. I, usually I use the headphones which is the i think it's the sen sensizer or something like that sennheiser sennheiser there you go so you pronounce them yeah use that for headphones that's nice that's nice you know um this this sort of like gives a very um better audio than you know like coming out from the laptop audio in that sense so you know that makes a huge difference in terms of audio. It's a very small gain, but um, there's this quote where I believe where people will forgive a bad video, but they will not forgive a bad audio. Like you, you. I agree. So you, it, it's crazy. By the way, I just recorded an episode, um, and this is man, it's so crazy because I felt so bad. 
because this yeah. guy, his company's worth a billion dollars. It's like, uh, wow. and I recorded this episode and I don't know in the, me- in the, in the moment, I didn't realize that I didn't pick up on it, but when the, when the post editing happened and my guy buddy who works with me, he was editing it. It was like so up and down. I don't know if it was the internet connection. It was the bad audio, what it was. But it's so hard because I'm not joking. I It was giving me headache listening to my own. So before I post out a podcast, because I'm introducing amazing people, I don't want to like post anything, mm. which is like, you know, I'm not sure of. So I want to first listen to myself and make sure it's good. Like, you know, it's good for their brand and their reputation and all that. So I listened to myself and I was listening it after the editing was done. I was listening to it and it was legit giving me headache, man. I'm like, like bad, like it was such a bad audio because he was trying to like, it was like, it was like not, it was, it was like ups and downs. So he was trying to increase the gain or whatever. Uh, it was something like that. My, the guy who works with me was trying to like actually use some audio engineering to make it better, but it was so hard. It was this frequency in the background and I'm like, yeah. this is not good. And, and yeah, you're right. And people don't forget the bad audio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, as podcasting, um, you you need definitely editing in that sense. So you just mentioned you have a buddy who actually helps you edit in that um, your yeah. shows in that sense. How do you sort of promote your shows? Because promotion is a very key. Um, it's a key for any podcast in that sense. How do you pro- what what is the process that you go through? So I think for my the way I think about it is you you need to understand what is the goal of the podcast, right? For me, the goal was never to get viewers or or even like subscribers. For me, mm-hmm. and you might you might say, well, what 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 do you mean? You don't want to get viewers, subscribers. What I mean is that was not the primary goal because for me, you know, like you have to understand, like at, at the end of the day, I the way I look at it, the podcast has to be linked to um, something that you are you're doing for a living, right? So for me, I am a digital marketer. I work with high growth startups for Facebook ads, right? And mm-hmm. I look at podcasts as a indirect sales channel because I would mm-hmm. reach out to somebody, hey, come on the show. I would interview them. And when I send them the podcast, link to what the podcast recording, they feel good about it. And then when they look at it, they check me out on what I do. And even out of the 50 episodes I do, even if I sign up one client, it pays off for the entire year, right? So, like, mm-hmm, right? So it makes complete sense. And then it also builds credibility. You know, someone knows somebody's. It's, it's also brand building as well, right? So I think for me, the growth was never an issue. I never thought about growth. That's why I don't have a lot of subscribers and a lot of views because I didn't care about it. For me, it's more mm-hmm. about doing the episode and building a relationship with the guests because it's a way for me to as I said, like one learn from them, get an hour of their time because I'm consulting. Like these guys are very heavy hitters. Like an hour mm-hmm. of the time is like above thousand bucks an hour, right? So like for me, I, the way I think about it, wow, I'm getting someone's time for free so I can ask them anything I want to ask them, right? So that's a great learning experience for me in different fields. Like example, I just did a podcast with Nate and Nate just sold his company for like a few millions and he did SEO for like six years. He was one of the best in the SEO in the world and I've never done SEO, but I asked him like every possible question you can ask him about SEO. So in an hour, I got a good grasp of SEO from one of the best in the world. So if he was doing consulting, he would probably charge a thousand bucks for that. Right? for an hour. So for me, I look at it like that way. So answering your question about growth, honestly, like I, the way I think about growth is just growth experiments, right? Like you think about one experiment and, and, and you do one experiment time. And, and in the end, if you don't see it growing, then I think you gotta ask yourself, like, is there enough value, right? Like, so, and, and who is the, I think you gotta go very big, you gotta go very, you gotta reverse engineer that and go in a very basic startup terms. Like who's the customer? What are they getting out of it? Like, you know, and be empathetic towards the customer. Like they're taking an hour of their time, you know, in, in, in the day. 
Like, why should they listen to you, right? What and what is what are you providing that they might not get somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. How are you helping them? You got to answer all those questions, and and then think about okay, well, where are these people hanging out, right? So uh, right now, a lot of people are going on Clubhouse. It's been a great channel for bringing people back again, right? Because a lot of, a lot of people are hanging out in those specific groups, so you can actually promote it over there. So if you really understand where your audience is, who you're giving value to. And even after that, if you bring people back and they don't stick and they don't subscribe and they don't come back again, then you got to think, you gotta, you, gotta, you, you can't have your ego saying that, oh, you know, fuck these guys. They're not like, can, yeah, I say, yeah. can I say that, by the way? Sure, no issues, man. Okay. So you have to be like, okay, well, you know, you have to look back deeper inside you and be like, well, you know what? Maybe I'm not doing some, maybe I'm not providing enough value. So how can I change that? How can I try different angles and, or do, you know, user interviews? And I ask like, what well, what do you guys really want? And that's also unfortunate because unfortunately in podcasting world, they don't give you the 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 user data, you know, a lot of many of the software and who's actually listening to you. And yeah. so it's really hard to like actually do user interviews. Uh, but that's kind of what I've been really thinking about that is how do I, even if only 10 people listening to my podcast, that's okay with me, but who mm -hmm. are these 10 people? Why are they listening to me? What value am I providing them? And then you can kind of find more of those particular people, but you need to answer those questions first, in my opinion. That's quite deep to be very honest that's very interesting you mentioned clubhouse now clubhouse is one of the apps which i think is sort of um sort of helping the podcasting industry um you know discover more apps like that because facebook recently i think acquired or coming up with a new audio tool linkedin is coming up with one twitter is really on its yeah. way you know a lot of these apps are going audio a lot of these big companies are going audio. Um, there are a lot of apps which are coming up, which is helping podcasting, such as Descript, uh, Crisp.ai. You know, yep. there, there's so many apps coming up. What are your thoughts on this? And are you using any of these uh, apps? So I'm actually using Crisp as we speak, by the way. Um, nice. It's an interesting question. Um, yeah, like I think so. One thing I've seen with podcasting, it's been it's been interesting, and I would love to get your thoughts on this. By the way, is that it's hard to monetize a podcast, especially until you have a big enough following, right? Mm -mm. And 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 so for me, I always thought about podcast as a supplemental channel and not as the main channel, right? I think it's interesting. I think it's good. I think it's fun. But I think unless until you're like a Tim Ferriss or like you know like Guy Raz, it's hard to really monetize it. And 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 you know, um, I think all these. The way I look at it, the way I think about it is like, you know, it's just in the value terms, right? I think like it's better to just choose a small niche and give them a lot of value. Like even with my podcast, I was only mm -hmm. going after the 4,000 YC founders right? <laughs> or, or the 15,000 people who, who know what YC is. I mean, maybe probably yeah. more but the point here, right? So I'm not, I'm not trying to go after hundreds of thousands of millions of people because I understand that if I can generally provide value to a thousand people, only a thousand people, you know, and I can charge you know, hundred bucks each for anything, like any kind of product or it might be, and that is hundred grand a year. And that is good enough for like, you know, building a business on this world. And as you get better and you build more credibility, you can get better and better. Right. Um, yep. So I think a lot of people kind of like, I think they kind of like lose the point and they try to get millions where they, I think, I think, I think Paul Graham or who says that where it's something like first only figure out about the first 50 people or first 10 people or first five people like, and make it so good for them that you know they'll listen they're they're subscribed and they're like hey when's the next episode dropping i want to listen to this right and once you've done that then you can kind of double down on that regarding apps um so yeah ai obviously chris like with quality and all all that stuff like obviously that's great 
Um, but I, as I said before, I think for me, what I've realized is it's less of the, you need good enough, you need good enough equipment, like camera and audio mm-hmm. and, 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 and headphones or whatever. But, but, but at the end of the day, once you have the basic setup, like, you know, you can't have background noise and all that, but once you have that set up, then it's more about just how can you actually make a good product for the, for the customer. Interesting. I mean, yeah. Podcast monetization, it, it depends on what kind of um, model you're going for. Are you taking the ad revenue route? Are you trying to make it out as like a biz dev tool? Like you say, you know, um, when you meet with your guests, they, they might charge $1,000 for that kind of a consultation. Yeah. However, through a podcast, you I, I wouldn't say you get it for free, but you sort of like share the knowledge, not only with each other, but with your audience as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's also sort of like, um, in a way, it's monetization, but it's not exactly monetization. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, but I also think that it takes too much. I mean, I, tell me how you feel about this, but I legit think that running a podcast is like really time consuming, right? Like, like mm-hmm. I mean, not talking about the recording part, but like preparing, doing the guest research, coming up with questions, then editing, then, you know, trying to grow it, like trying to come up with growth ideas. Uh, Art, artwork for it if you have a website or whatever like dealing mm. with the whole like you know schedule like uploading i mean yeah it's not that it's a lot of work but even like it's just managing all that like takes a lot of time right so then you look at it like is it is it really worth my time depending on how much you make mm. and all that and then you start questioning that right so especially in short term and you understand well yeah, yeah. short term is not really paying off and you think okay well hopefully as i build this it's going to pay off in long term right mm. and yeah that's how i think about it at least yeah in terms of podcasting for me personally, I don't focus on the short term because it's a long term game. That's why. Yeah. Two yeah. podcasting, in my opinion, is um, it's not an immediate action. Okay, I'm gonna get this money out of probably one episode two. It's gonna be something where it takes time. And to me, I look at it as as a connection builder. So yeah, before this, I had no connection in Canada, and now I have someone. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking to someone from Canada. But, but it's what I'm saying, right? It's what I'm saying. It's yeah. using it as a credibility builder and a connection builder, right? Exactly. Whereas most of the people, when they, you think about it, when they're starting a podcast, they think that, oh, this will become my full-time job and I'll be able to make yeah. money from this. And that's what I was kind of going with this, right? But I mean, I also think that as you do it, there's a lot of, it's a, one, I mean, for me, you know, like I've never done public speaking, right? It's never been a thing mm-hmm. I've done. And so another thing I thought about when doing a podcast was thinking about building that skill, right? So I can go and, you know, do it some other way, but this is a great way to do that, right? Talking to mm. high, like good people and people like yourself who've done so many episodes. So, you know, when I see you talk, I'm learning a lot from you, right? And so that's, again, I look at it that way. I think, uh, so one episode I did was with Ruben Harris from Career Karma. And so these mm-hmm. guys, they, these three three partners, they, did, they just raised a $10 million round from like some big, big people like Gary Tan and stuff like that. But um, they, they basically... Uh, did 70 episodes before, you know, before they started the startup. But what happened is they did episodes how to get into tech because they were trying mm-hmm. to, he had moved to uh, San Francisco from somewhere else in the States and he, you know, did a boot camp and, and he got into tech. So he basically started, started sharing that knowledge, what he learned, right? And now in, in the end, he figured out there's a lot of people who wanted to get into tech. So now they turned that into a complete startup where they basically find all the best boot camps and, the, you know, so on and so forth. But, but what I'm saying is, again, for him, that podcast was that bridge for getting credibility, for getting a lot of like you know people coming and checking out them mm-hmm. who they were, and then eventually going and checking out their platform. So he just fueled all that growth and brought it to his product, and now the company is worth 
I don't know how much they raised it up, but $30, $40 million at this point, right? So wow. it's beautiful, right? And so I think if if looked in a good way, podcast can be podcasting can be very beautiful in building connection. Like you said, like I'm doing that right now where mm-hmm. I'm just launching a new uh like a let's call it a podcast, but I don't know, but I'm but I'm starting it tomorrow. First episode, it's called Cloudflix. So basically, mm-hmm. um, Right now, BitCloud is just blowing up. It's a new social media, decentralized social media platform. And and so, and I've t- three weeks in and I've been watching it. It's a beautiful community. And and so I'm like, well, I learned this skill of podcasting. Why don't I now use that to interview these new, new, new platform and these new creators who are blowing up? And why don't yeah. I use the skill to like, you know, do the same thing I was doing because I have everything set up. I don't figure this all out anymore. So now yeah. I'm taking that and bringing that in. But what it's doing is as I'm chatting with these people, they are introducing me to other people, and this platform is very because it's basically you. You're, it's like it's like stock market for people. So you bet mm-hmm. on them, right. So as I'm doing that, people are starting to bet on me. So my my coin value is going up because I am yeah. more people. You know what I mean? So it's like it's playing. It's like kind of like inherently working together, and I think it's so beautiful because a skill that I learned with meeting YC founders and I, you know, and and learning from them was but was not something which was. Uh, getting enough growth because small enough market, uh, you know, because only enough people know about YC and you know YC has their own podcast and all that stuff. But now I am taking that into a different market, which is brand new, which mm-hmm. is again very interesting. So I'm also open to the idea of pivoting. I'm also open to the idea of like you know looking at well how can I use, how can I build a skill and then use it to like in a different market if needed. So I'm always looking at this. So another thing, by the way, I was actually thinking about changing my podcast. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot from interviews with Y Combinator founders to interviews with uh, or marketing slash uh, advertising uh, interviews with Y Combinator startups. And why? Mm-hmm. It's because although I, when I did it, I, I think I, I knew that I wanted to get the momentum, but then I realized that, you know, learning about startups is fun, uh, you know, but I, but I enjoy talking more about marketing and advertising, right? So I had a couple of episodes which are only about marketing and I just had a lot of fun doing that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let's do more of that. So because more, it's more about, I want to just be talking to these People, companies who are high growth startups and talk to their marketing directors and learn from them how are because that's my skill set. That's what I do. So yeah. I want to be yeah. talking at the level. Whereas, like, I'm not building a hundred million dollar startup. So when they, when these guys are talking about stuff, I have no freaking clue what they're talking about. Like, I'm learning, yeah. but still, it's not. I'm not enjoying as much because I'm not there, right? So, so I think it's also okay to pivot. It's also okay to not think about that. This is not like this is not what I started off with. That's okay to change. It's just it's more about just having fun with it and like and keep on growing, uh, keep yeah. on having the momentum. But one thing I would say, and this is for people, because I think that's the biggest mistake people make. For me, when I started the podcast, I said that I will not quit until I do 50 episodes, five zero. Mm-hmm. So an episode a week, that's in a year. Because I knew myself enough that if I do 50, I would find a way to find what I like and what I did not like, and you know, or like either like enough, enough credibility or like find a different angle if I'm not enjoying it or whatever. But most of the people, because they try to go for the short-term goal, they never like commit to something. And, mm-hmm. and, and so because they're like thinking, oh, it's not working. I've done 10 episodes and they quit. And that's why most of the people fail. I think it's more about, about like giving a deadline. And uh, for me, it was like 50 episodes, $0. It's okay. So I took that expectation mm-hmm. out. And now it's just, I'm just playing. I'm just having fun with it. Nice. This is a good process, ultimately. It's a good process is what's needed in that sense. Shami, what has been your challenge as a podcaster? Definitely growth. Yeah. And, and, and if there's, there's, 
I think I would say also tools. Like I kind of said, I, I really want to know. I'm okay with only five people listening to my podcast, but I want to know mm-hmm. who they are so I can talk to them, so I can build more tools for them, right? Or more or more good content for them. And, and like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in startups, that's what you do. When you have, you build a new startup, when customers come and, you know, buy your product, the first five few people, you reach out to them and you build a connection with them and you ask them, hey, what did you like about it? What you don't like about it? In mm-hmm. podcasts, though, you don't do that because they come and they, especially if you have your podcast on Spotify or whatever, YouTube, right? Because you don't collect their email or you don't collect who they are. So I've, I have a website now, but I've generally thought about this in the last few weeks to change, not worry about Spotify and YouTube and try to get people to come on our website, collect their email. So not just their email, so I can just reach out to them and really know who these people are. Like, is it a YC founder? Is it a startup trying to get into YC? Is it like, you know what I mean? Is it like just like someone yeah. who wants to get a startup? Like, I have no clue who they are. It's a big, big challenge starting out. And if there's this one tool or one app, this magical tool or magical app that could solve your problem, that could solve the challenge, what would that be? What would it look like? I think if because Spotify probably has information on people, like they probably sign into their Facebook for the most part. If Spotify or any app for that matter, like Spotify, Apple, whatever, start giving us that information of who these create, who these people are. Like, you know, uh, example, let's say, let's say, you know, you are listening and you live in Singapore, you are a mm. podcast creator yourself, you work, you know, exactly details on you. So if I can get more information on you then, and, and I can see patterns, or maybe out of the hundred people who are listening to me, 20 of them happen to be podcast creators. Interesting. Maybe I should focus on that market, right? Um, it's very it's like important. You, yeah. You need that profile. You need that user persona to be able to double down or some kind of a way to connect with them. So you can actually, mm. you know, chat with them. And I'm, I'm, I've been, funny thing is before I got into, I was actually just starting a new startup last month. I applied for YC this next, last batch uh, of trying to build a tool like that. But, uh, but then I just came, but then this whole thing, BitCloud thing happened and I jumped on that. So mm. I haven't really uh, spent so much time on that. But, uh, but I think that, that tool, I would definitely pay for that in a heartbeat. Nice, nice. Sebi, this has been, this has been an awesome conversation. You know, it's been quite insightful. It's been quite thought-provoking in that sense how 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 growth is actually very important for a podcast and you know how it, it, it is a challenge it is a real challenge and how we can sort of tackle it and also like we focus on like apps crisp.ai you know that's that's been a game changer to some podcasters yeah. yep but i i did my, i sorry i did my i did my third first or third podcast and because i was um I, I live in a creator house in vancouver and mm-hmm. and so i had other people in the house and and I still remember they did not know I was recording an episode and somebody came in the back in the kitchen and I could mm-hmm. literally hear when I when, when the podcast was done and we were editing it, man, I could hear plates and like in, right, in the background. Right. So crisp has been definitely a game changer. It takes out all takes off all, all everything. Good. Yeah, which is so good. Nice, nice. As a final question, I ask this to all podcasters, Abby. Mm-hmm. What did you have for breakfast this morning? What did I have for breakfast this morning? Uh, good question. I so I had a so it's crazy because I actually didn't have breakfast today. <laughs> I, I just right. had, I just had a coffee. Uh, I had a car appointment, uh, and mm-hmm. for some reason I thought it was going to be an hour appointment, but when I got there, it was like a five-hour service appointment. Wow! Uh, so and they were like, "You want to ride?" I'm like, "No, just get it done." I was I was like, "I don't want to waste my time driving back and coming back." So um, yeah, I didn't have breakfast. I can tell you what I had for lunch. What do you had for lunch then? Um, I went to this place right next door, uh, and it was a, uh, a vegan, um, vegan black bean burger. 
Right. Uh, and it was with avocado. It was pretty healthy. Uh, it's kind of had that. Nice. Awesome. Sebi, thank you for coming on Magic Mike and, you know, sharing your insights. It's been truly, you know, thought-provoking in my opinion. And I hope the listeners had a good uh, listen and I hope you had a good time on Magic Mike. I enjoyed it. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for having me.